All right. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of the Vitamin C's podcast, proud part of the CLNS Media Network. I am your host, Tim Shields, and I am joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Wayne Breezy Brown. Um, so we had a Game 7. <laughs> um, not the Game 7 we would have hoped for, but uh, a Game 7 nonetheless. And unfortunately, the Celtics lost uh, pretty handily to the Miami Heat, 103-84. Uh, to And now we turn our attention towards the offseason. Um, Jason Tatum gets hurt, literally, I think, on the first play of this game rolls his ankle and it hampers him the entire rest of the uh rest of the way there and Celtics have to lean on Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has a rough performance. Um and that pretty much did it. Uh offense didn't look good, defense didn't look good, and a lot of the same concerns that you have about this team um carry over. I will say this, uh showed a lot of fight going down 3-0, carving way back up and tying it 3-3. Ultimately, um, Celtics shouldn't have been in this position in the first place. And if you play a certain kind of way where you only shoot threes um, and they don't fall and you got no backup plan, you're not leaning on your defense, uh, this is unfortunately what happens. Um, first things first, Wayne, how are we doing before we go any further? I just wanted to get those initial thoughts off my chest. I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty copacetic, though. Like, um, it sucks. Um that we didn't take care of business at home game seven, but it is what it is. Um, we got Delta hand. We had to play it. And I, I don't think they played whatever they did to get to game seven. They didn't play that way in game seven. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And if, if, if we're, if we're going to play the blame game here today, fine. But I just feel like there's so much blame to go around and um, I'm down. I'm ready for it, though. I'm I'm guns blazing, but I'm good. I'm I'm good. And uh, all I care about is what this team is going to be doing, looking to move forward, because the window is still wide open for the Boston Celtics. Man, it's not closing at all. Uh, but I do believe it will close if they do something that. Let, let, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Like I, I'm good. All right, because <laughs> I know I know what you're thinking. Um... So the big storyline here is Jalen Brown having a rough performance um, as soon as Jason Tatum goes down. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's two parts of the conversation, right? So the first thing that I would think of is Jalen Brown underperformed in a moment uh, where the Celtics really, really needed him. Mm-hmm. If you talk about wanting to be anyone talking about hypothetically that Jalen Brown wants to be the number one somewhere. Mm-hmm. You need to play like it. Um, you have a moment like this where the pressure is highest and you need to step up when your running mate goes down and you fail to do so. Uh, and he's kind of had a wishy-washy playoff run. Um, he's had some games where he's looked great. He's had some game, some games where he's looked awful. Um, he had a couple games against the 76ers where he looked bad. And he had a lot of games against the Heat where he looked terrible. His first three games were really, really brutal. And a big part of that was the Miami Heat just had to throw two bodies at Tatum, and that pretty much killed the Celtics' offense. There wasn't enough ball movement. There wasn't enough ball pressure. Uh, If Jalen got the ball, half the time you're looking at either, you know, a forced look or you're looking at him not thinking ahead, driving into the lane and, and being met by two or three defenders neither leading to an errant pass or a turnover or an offensive foul. So 
Jalen is at the point in his career now where he's seven years into the league. You look at what his skill set is and what his flaws are. I think a lot of the flaws that he's got in his game are, are ones that he's had for a long time. Jalen is one of, before I go any further in this, like Jalen is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player on the Celtics. Like I love Jalen Brown. Um, that being said, they've got to do some analysis here. He's got to do some analysis here. I think he, I, I think it's far more likely that he wants out than the Celtics want to trade him, if that makes sense. And I think that plays into this conversation of underperforming when the team needed you. Like you, you were basically turned into de facto number one option when Tatum went down. Tatum looked rough because he got hurt, and like that was that. And Jalen Brown failed to live up to the expectation there. So obviously there's the aspect of, wow, this is what it might be if I leave this team. Like, this is what it might be if I go to a team and become the number one option. Like, this is what it might potentially look like with all of that defensive pressure on me. And then two is like, do you want to pay that guy? Do you want to pay that guy $300 million when all of that pressure, like if Tatum has an off night or if Tatum gets hurt or, you know, just doesn't have it and you got to turn to Jalen Brown, do, do you feel comfortable paying that much money? And I mean, I, I'll leave it up to you um, or leave it up to whoever to, you know, give their opinion on it. But I think it gives everyone who's involved in this conversation in terms of that contract a long pause. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can understand. I mean, if you're basing it off of his performance this year, um, this is the year that the, he did make all NBA. So there's a lot of stuff you got to kind of outweigh did he perform well in the playoffs this year no um has he performed well in the playoffs in the past absolutely uh but how much of Jalen Brown's game has he changed over the course of the trajectory to be like all NBA so when I if, if I'm if I'm the owners and I'm like all right I I can give him the Supermax. I mean, I'm I'm allowed to, according to the CBA. We drafted him. He made the accolade. He made that benchmark. And we could pay him without being penalized for it, right? So we could offer him the most amount of money. This is that and the third. Now, I would do it, period. Because at the end of the day, who are you replacing that with? And so, yeah, you got eight turnovers in this game, which was terrible. Um, I think Jalen Brown knows it was terrible. But a lot of it is because of his... uh, his his forcing and trying to find ways to make plays. He, we we talk about this team. This team this t- this team was as great of as, as an offense as they had been when the shit shrunk on them and the defenses were were more tight net. They struggled, and so like I I I, I don't understand how a lot of people are blaming. Jalen Brown for this loss when not one Celtic player could just hit a wide open shot. So like that, that bothers me. And so like, I'm like, dude, you're getting good looks. So when Jalen Brown does pass it to a wide open person and they miss, (laughs) like granted he got the eight turnovers, but at the same time, like nobody's hitting shots, man. Everybody was trying to figure it out. And so it was just, it's just one of those games where, for me, not blaming uh, one player, but just to blame the collective thing. 
You know, and do and do I feel like the Celtics should pay or offer Jalen Brown the Supermax? I think they should offer it. If he chooses to not take it, then that's on him. I mean, it doesn't hurt the Celtics, right? But at the end of the day, like, even even the best player on the team struggles. And so, like, and that's Jason Tatum. And so, and I'm I'm talking not injured. He there's times he struggles. There's times where Tatum can't score in the first, second, third quarter, and he all of a sudden he scores crazy in the fourth. Like we've watched it. It's just a bunch of inconsistencies with the team, period, from you know what we've seen, especially this year. And I think the issue for us is just why so many inconsistencies and why is Jalen Brown why why hasn't he gotten better at dribbling? Like, like it's little fundamental things that I still think can be fixed. But his mindset is to score. And I, and I think people need to stop saying, making him into this elite passing shooting guard type of wing. Like, that's just not who he is. And that's okay. But then you got to let him be what he is. And I think when he's trying to be something that he's not, naturally comes the mistakes. You ever try to do something that you're just uncomfortable doing, but you're trying to do it because they keep telling you that's the way you got to do it, and it's just not natural yet. It's just, it's, so you're going to mess up all the time over and over again until it becomes a way of life. Maybe, maybe, my theory is, now that Jalen Brown worked his ass off, got the All-NBA, he's going to get the Supermax. If he chooses to stay with the Celtics, maybe, maybe, it changes up his mindset just a little bit because only thing that I think the fans want more from Jalen Brown is to make the better basketball play at every given single moment. And for, for some reason, the turnovers is what's really hindering him. And it's because he's just trying to make a play. Like he's trying Jalen Brown. We talked about this. He feels like he's faster than everybody. So if you got a guy that's faster than this, it's one thing to be faster. And then it's a different thing to be like, like quick, like, you know, like when you think of the flash and you think of Quicksilver, both of them could run fast, but they got different skill sets. Right. And so sometimes I don't think Jalen Brown is the flash. I think he can get, or he uh, he can get by players, but he doesn't have that finesse to draw the foul and 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 get the and get to the rim and finish at the rim all the single time. And I think that's his issue. And then there's times where when you're dribbling into the zone, you're dribbling into three guys, you're gonna turn the ball over. It's just it's just three on two. It's three on excuse me, three on one. Like it's gonna mm-hmm. happen. And so he doesn't have that ability to make the right pass because he's already. His mindset is already dribble. If I'm going to dribble and penetrate, who am I kicking it out to? Because I just don't see them. So if he doesn't have the vision, we can't be mad if he doesn't have that type of a vision. I think if 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 you say, Jalen, I just need you to be a scorer. Because, like, what's the difference between him and a Bradley Bill? Honestly, right? I think Bradley Bill is just an all-natural scorer. I don't see him making unbelievable plays all the single time. I do see him scoring all the single time. But that's what they're asking him to do. I think I think Beal is more polished player at this point in his career. Um, he's older I think, too, right? Yeah. yeah, he's older. But so the one thing I will say with Jalen specifically, like when it comes down to it, he was one of nine from three. Yeah, was you that. you you want to you want to go ahead and be a scorer? Then be my guest, right? Like, I don't think they're telling him to be a playmaker. I think he needs the ball in his hands in order to be effective. And that's what you want him to be, right? You want him to be a scorer. But that sometimes involves, you know, cutting to the basket, going to the rim. 
And a lot of that's going to deal with having basketball IQ and vision, knowing when the defense is going to collapse and knowing how to react to it, having good handles and getting to the basket. The handle is not there. And that is an issue because he's not bad at finishing at the rim. He's actually very good. He's one of the guys that when he gets the ball and gets to the hoop, he can finish at the rim really well. But the issue that I have with it is, is he's not reading the situations correctly, but he can't, he doesn't have the ability to read the situation correctly. And okay, that, so then why do we why we have the conversation about paying him three hundred million? Because you gotta you gotta figure out if this is something that he can do at some point because you've seen him do it. It's so, year it's year seven though, Wayne. That's the problem. We're beyond the, it, the point of development. So, so then, who do you replace him with? My thinking is is that you have to look at whether or not he's going to sign the deal. I think that determines on how you do that's it. And fair. you also and but you who talk. Do you, who do you replace him with? I think it depends on where he wants to go too, because you have to. Because uh, you have so, to trade him. You're right. I got well, you. I think I think you've you've got to look at it a couple different ways, right? So you got to talk to Tatum and see what Tatum wants to do. I think you got to make a decision on Joe. Realistically, I think that they keep Joe Missoula. I think it would be unfair to can Joe after the things that the Celtics have done. He still have, sucks at adjustments, bro. Like at the end of the day, look at his staff. He's got no so you give, staff. So you, you give him all the passes because it's his first year. It's his, ro- it's his rookie season. It, does, it, does, it doesn't matter because at one point he made adjustments, so that means he could do it, right? Just like we know Taylor Brown can it's make a the different, right pass. I know at, what you're trying. At, at, I'm not trying to do anything, Tim. All I'm saying is Brown is an efficient scorer. He's averaged over almost 30 points a game. And for some reason in these playoffs, you could chalk it up to whatever. He just didn't perform. He underperformed. And that's bad. Not taking that away from him. But he also worked his ass off to help this team get to where they got. Even Jason Tatum says that he doesn't want his boy to go. And I, that could so be So I, I will also say that Tatum is going to say the diplomatic thing in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that like Tatum was like, yeah, good teammate is good. I would like to keep good teammate. Like, I don't think he's going about that wrong. I think he handled that perfectly. But the fact that you couldn't get a straight answer out of Jalen Brown on like, you know, well, I can't even think about that right now. Well, then Tatum could go ahead and give an answer on it. Tatum went ahead and gave a straight answer on it. Why can't you? Because maybe he because maybe he just wasn't thinking like, yo, yo, everybody's he's he's kind of done. That's not multiple fair, think. Pe- no, that's I not, think it, I that's think not it's fair. That's that's I totally think, unfair because the way I wouldn't you can't expect me to, to say the same things that you say. You, you no, can, I'm not expecting the same things. It's more so like I would love to stay here long term, but I, I'm not worried about that right now. We've got some unpacking of this. But season you can't expect him to even say what you want him to say in the moment. He's going to say what he wants to say. And then this you is the same. It. There's multiple, but there's been multiple stories now where he's gone on and talked about Boston as a city and his future. And, you know, I'll stay where I'm wanted and such and such. He's had multiple stories now come out this year. And then you know that this question's coming. If you're Jalen Brown, you know it's coming. And I get it like, oh, it's a leverage thing. Dude, if they're going to offer you the Supermax, they're going to offer you the Supermax. Nowhere else can offer you this much money. You go to another team, you're, you're leaving 70 plus million dollars on the it's table. A, it's about 100 million. 101. It's, a, it's a lot of money to be leaving on the table. It and is. so like, well, I maybe mean, just, that's telling you that he's saying that I don't like, like for him, maybe it's not about the money. You know, like everybody 
like expects people to do certain things. And for me, like I like even myself, like, I mean, I could go and do certain things and make certain amounts of money, but if I don't feel appreciated there, I don't give a fuck about that money. Yeah, like, at but the at the end same of the day, it, like that I wanna go where I'm gonna feel wanted. I'm gonna go I where don't, I feel I don't think happy. You, I don't you, think it's a matter about him feeling unappreciated. Like you keep, I think you saying what you don't think, and you don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, I'm I don't just think, trying to leave that open because I don't know either. I'm just yeah, leaving well, it open. I think I think that he wants out is what I am saying. What I am saying is is like I don't. I think he imagines a lot of things when it comes down to feeling slighted. I mean, like okay, game seven. The, you saw the flags, right? You which, saw him. Uh, no game, energy shifter like okay. the the team did a full court press to make sure that he made all nba they've shown him plenty of love and support like as an organization oh, for sure. um and i think that like there are probably parts of the celtics organized or celtics fan base that have been harsh on Jalen. there's been ones that have been harsh on tatum too i think that's just the nature of the city and how Good rough point. they can be because and that, that goes for everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point because Beantown is a title town. And you know what? It doesn't even matter to sport, Tim. I tell Any me how it was. Him. Tell me how it was real quick, off topic, how it was when the Bruins lost to it. It was AC. awful. Okay. It was I just awful. want people to but understand. But then that's it. And that same AC went on to go to the NHL Stanley Cup <laughs> final. So like, it's you know, a, like it, that's that's a good that's a good analogy. Yo, the Beantown is tough. You can't you can't underestimate an opponent when you go against them. And the Miami Heat were no different in the way that the Florida Panthers were. Like it's a Hold tough up, team. Though, Tim, because if people if people would just watch this show, <laughs> there was one, and I'm not saying that they don't, but if they pay attention, if they share this shit, there was one team that Tim and Wayne kept saying we don't want to see in the playoffs. Don't want to deal with Miami. Too I wonder well why. Too well coached. Jimmy is a Which playoff is what it menace. Came down to but they they the also game. got they got killed by some of these other guys. You talk about and, the undrafted guys? <laughs> yeah, of course. Everyone's like, oh, you got killed by undrafted guys. Well, I'm like, well, clearly they got coached up really well, which really is well. just testament to spell. But so my my issue with the Jalen situation is is like I would love Boston to keep him. It would be the easiest path to contention is him getting better at those things, but that also involves him accepting that role. And I, I think, don't think that he's ready to do that. And that's okay. that is the problem. I think he wants to be that guy. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if part of it is like you look at teams that he could go to, like teams that they could trade him to hypothetically. And I can think of a couple right off the top of the head. I mean, Kevin O'Connor, who is, of course, like tap dancing, like so happy that the Celtics got eliminated so he can write his little trade think pieces in the offseason because that's just what he loves to do. Um, he's probably thinking about Portland. He was already like, you know. So trading him for who? Number three in Anthony Simons, which I don't I don't hate it. But again, it's just I like. Can't, I can't I can't trade Jalen Brown for a non-star. I, well, I think Anthony Simons is very much on the way to becoming the guy. You know, I, no, I, I, I think you, he might. Have you watched it? Have you, yeah, have you watched this I, stuff? I, 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 think, I, I think he may fit the Celtics well, but on the way to becoming a star and, and being one. How long is it going to take? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that's the problem, right? It's like the Celtics have to look at this from And this is where it comes down to, like, does Jalen want to be here? And if he does, then okay, let's figure something out. Let's see how much he wants to get paid. Let's see where we can improve. There is one thing that I noticed from his 
post-game presser, and I don't know if you caught any of it. I'm assuming that you did. Okay. There was one thing that he said that I thought was interesting, talking about, you know, just the, the locker room and stuff. It was just, you know, you know, locker room has gone through a lot. You know, that locker room's full of warriors, you know, and it was an honor to play with some of those guys. Yeah, it sounded like a farewell. Some of. Yeah. What, pardon my language, but what the hell does that mean, dude? What, what, what's up with that shit? What, well, you, I mean... I mean, some of those guys, some of those guys. All right. So, all right. So I'll, I'll play the, I'll play this advocate, devil's advocate too. Cause like he didn't play with everybody. So he played with everyone. He didn't, he didn't play with everyone. There was some guys, them, some of those players never saw a light of day being on that court. He absolutely played with probably every single one except Danilo Gallinari. That dude, he, then that's some of those guys. That that's lit. That's not some of those guys. That is that that's that's some of those guys. He he didn't play with Derek everyone. You can't, Derek you White can't, said you he can't loved. Tell, Derek White said he loved everyone in that locker room. Once again, and he loved playing back, with them. Once again, you're taking something that somebody else said and you're comparing it to something somebody some else of, said. And, and some me, of some of you could just could have said it was an honor to play with all of the guys in that locker room. Play with go. those the guy. Play with the guys in the it, locker room. Look, I, Saying some I, of I, those guys is very specific wording. I, Very listen, specific. It is, it, and, and I and I agree with that. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just trying to tell you from the type. If you don't, for some reason, you're not understanding how Jalen Brown's mind operates. I'm a, I'm I'm the only reason why I I can understand him is because I kind of operate with the same mindset. Especially when I'm trying to get a point across, I'll say something to make you think something different than what I'm saying. And so, like, that could be that because he didn't play with all those guys. You're telling me he played. I can't even name some of those guys that didn't see any rotation this year. And so, like, you're telling me he played with those guys because I don't remember seeing him on the court with those I don't, guys. I don't think he's being that coy. I don't I think th- he's I, being he, that coy. I, I, I think, think he is. I, I don't I think, think he is I because think, that's his personality. I don't think that, that that specifically lines up with what he's saying right here. It might not be, bro, but I, I give the – at at the end of the day, like for me, when it comes to Jalen Brown, it's hard. It's hard to defend him because of his performance, and I guess the NBA is a what have you done for me now lately league too. And so, the question is, it's going to be a lot of money offered to him. Uh, the cool thing is, he might not want it, and then we don't have this conversation. But that's going to suck getting rid of Jalen Brown, well, not getting rid of him, but having to trade Jalen Brown for somebody, again, that is going to be new to this organization. You got to see if it's going to fit. And I think I think the players that will fit with Boston are players that would just, just move the ball, like just rotate the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. But at some point, you got to be that guy. God forbid or com- comfortable being, you know, with the basketball. I don't think there's, there's plenty of times where I think that Jalen does not look comfortable with the ball. He just sucks. <laughs> He's just gonna say <laughs> he just Bro, sucks. You're like, whoa, whoa. Sucks, I it's rough. Last night that he has the worst handle in the NBA. I because think, some of those turnovers shouldn't have even been turnovers. Some of those turnovers were forced off of his own damn foot. So that, that's that, the problem. But, but, right? but see, but that that's that that's frustration. And I understand your frustration. I'm not knocking you to be frustrated, but you're talking about an all fucking NBA player, my guy. No, this dude I, is still I, that I dude. He just he... got to figure out dumb, stupid, dumb, f- little IQ shit 
to make but, sense. So he needs to sit down with somebody that's older than him that could sit here and fucking school him because that's the problem. You got a different set of freaking generation Z, Y, X, Q, B, whatever. They're just different. They're, they're built different. You can't say anything to them. It's just a different mentality. You give me one of them old heads in there and you sit his ass down and be like, look, stop being a little whatever shit and figure it out. That That's the issue. They need talking to. They, really. I think they've had talking to, though. That's the Not thing. Not by the type of people you know, I'm talking about. Well, do you know Do you know who he was training with in the offseason there for a uh, while? Sure, tell me. I'm sure I do. He's, but he, was, he, was tra- he was training with Tracy McGrady, man. Tracy McGrady ain't it. Not for him. <laughs> far as far as him being a scorer, you know why Tracy McGrady ain't it? Because what was Tracy McGrady's game like? And see, back then, McGrady's... They play the same. Mm. I don't watch McGrady had better ball handle though. I'll leave it at that. J- Jalen Brown's issue is is, is <laughs> handling the ball. And it, and not he he does not have the cognitive ability to play the play ahead of the next play. I hope I'm saying that right. No, because I know what you're saying. You're you're talking about him being able to just read a situation and try and imagine that. where it's that's going. That's not there. It, well, and that's where the problem is, right? Okay. Like for okay. me, I think I think that Jalen Brown is closer to Clay Thompson than he is to a guy like Kawhi yes. Leonard. That's the way that I look at it. Okay. And and but that the issue is is this is where it comes down to with specifically with the way that Jalen approaches the game is does he accept that kind of role? Can he be that kind of guy where he's playing, you know, he's playing really hard defense and he's keeping the ball moving and he's not afraid to get to the cup, but like he can't he needs to just get the ball and go. He, he can't be can't be doing dribble. But at what point, man? This coaching is the problem, right? You say it's coaching, you, you, but you, he's you, been in he's been in the league for seven years. He's on now his different coaches. He's on his third now. Ah, he had Brad Stevens for most of his I, career. He had Ime for one year hey, last hey, year, hey, hey, and now Brad he's got Stevens, Joe. But Brad Stevens, we weren't having this conversation. <laughs> we were. A lot of not, people not, were not like this. A lot like, of people were this, blaming Brad. A lot of people blame Brad for the issues. And then the, some of the same issues continue with Ime. No, and no, now no, no, some no. of the I, same I, issues I, are I, with I, Joe. I, I'm talking about as far as like, you know, like Jalen Brown. I mean, he's always been uh, a turnover machine. Um, and it, it they, they come at the worst opportune time. Um, and all the other turnovers by all the other players get overshadowed because – you know, Jalen Brown is this turnover machine. And now that he's reached the status, I get the expectation is, dude, how are you here and you turn over the ball so much? He had more turnovers than the entire rest of the team combined. Did. He had eight turnovers. Tatum Uh, Tatum was playing on a bum ankle and he had two. Right. And and Derek had two, Smart had two, Grant had one. Where he he had three in the first quarter. So, and, and they came off of him trying to drive to the basket. And that's a problem because it's the one thing that he should be able to do, right? Is because he's got that athleticism and I mean, explosiveness. He was missing at the rim, like and not getting. He's one of nine from three too, and not and not get right. But that was later on in the game. But he was one for four at that point, and so like, <laughs> my, I guess with Jalen Brown is just like, dang, like had he finished at the rim, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But he also led the team in scoring. That's how bad the game was. So, like, yeah. as bad as a game he had, this team was worst. <laughs> and so, like, I, I get it. He was a part of the issue. But then at what point does the head coach try to figure something out? And so, like, we don't want to blame Joe for anything cool. That's your prerogative. 
At I don't think the, it's not a matter the, of blaming the, Joe. It's just like he's first of off, day, he's a rookie coach and he's got no coaching staff behind him. It's fine, all but, gutted. But but he did it for three games straight. He knew when to call a timeout. He he didn't let certain leads get expose him. Uh Jason Tatum, you're not we're not for some reason he gets the pass, which I don't understand because he's a fucking right liability on the court. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Right if now, you, you wanna if, you wanna if go you, ahead? If you can't play because you're unhealthy, he's giving up points. Wait, we, we just talked about this. Look, Brown takes all the shit for turning the ball over, but I watch four people go right by Jason Tatum and get layups. And then I watch them turn you, the ball over and get But you know why, though, right? He was injured, and I get it. But at the end of the day, like, you got to get him out. You got to find a way to get somebody else in who, there if he's causing who take, points. Who takes the it minutes? Doesn't, it, does it, does it matter? Does it, who does takes it matter? the points? You, you were losing. I don't think it really mattered. I think you just find a way to get somebody else in there. Give Tatum a rest on that ankle. I know you don't want it to swell up, but maybe he needed a better tape job, or maybe he needed something. I different. don't think that. I don't think they. I don't even know if they taped it, man. Did they tape it? Because I don't know, but, but I think they. they I think they. Could, I don't think they could take his shoe off because if they took it off, then his foot was going to get too. It would have blown up, and they wouldn't have been able to put the shoe back on. So I think that they kept his shoe in okay. there. I mean, and, and, and this is I think he got a great. Thing. I think he got a grade two sprain. I think he got what Ouch. Gabe Vincent did at the end of his game. It. it I saw Ouch. the replay. I saw the still of it. I saw what his foot looked like. All That's the way what came down. Just the way. It's rough. That's probably a grade two sprain. And I'm he not, probably shouldn't have played the rest of that. But game. I'm not. But what are you going to do? I'm not blaming Tatum. You get what I'm saying? Tatum's a warrior. But as a head coach, I'm watching my best player look like shit. Like you get what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like he can be the battle story and, and do the Paul Pierce and come back and and drop 85 points for sure. Like that could have happened. But the way Tatum was grimacing that whole game. I, I would have just tried to, hey, man, I need you up. Grant, get in the game. Do get in the game. Hauser, get in the game. They were going to get in the game at some point anyway. And every time we cut that lead to get down to the single digits, we thought we could go on a run. We started going cold again. Well, they pulled, just, they pulled they pulled they pulled Tatum out, and then like that was the closest they were. I think they had a lead when they had Tatum in in the first quarter. They did, and then they pulled Tatum, and then things went to just turned to shit. They, and like well, that's that's the problem. Well, the the issue was we started shooting three. So before we were driving, right? And remember, for a minute, Miami couldn't score. What happened? Jalen Brown turns the ball over. Right? They get a transition bucket, and I think it was a three. So they hit the three first. But that's, again, that's him trying to take it on three dudes because it, it ain't nobody else in there he trusts. Smart was And then that's, that's on him, too. It, it, I, you have to trust these. I'm, I'm not saying it's not on him, but we watch that for everybody. It ain't just him. Like, no, it's not it, just him, but at it, a certain point, you have to take the ownership of it. And he took it on at the end. Took, but, like, took. I don't want to hear at the end, I, I failed, I need to be better when – you, this is something that he talks about. Oh, I could be the number one guy in another team, and yeah. you know, involve sacrificing and stuff. Yeah. You had a moment to to really galvanize those guys, yeah. and you couldn't do that. He took ten more shots than Tatum did on the night. He hit three more, mm-hmm. and most of his shots came from three. He was one of nine. Yeah, in, mean, in a night where you needed to pressure the rim in order to make it easier for your teammates, you need to get to the basket, get to the hoop. And I don't care about the foul calls. If you, they clearly weren't going to call the the fouls on anyone that night, it. they kept it even. No, like they yeah, put the whistle yeah. away, and I think that's great. Yeah. But there were some bad calls though. 
there were some bad missed calls too. There, there and, always and, are going to be, especially and, with the and, game with brothers and Foster. Okay, but but and and it, but it, my point was, you know, and I'm not blaming the refs, but those missed calls were at the worst opportunity. It was t- it was the times where the Celtics started making a kind of like a little push, mm-hmm. and that little bit of help at home could have changed the trajectory of the game. Yeah. But again, don't leave it in their hands. And that's where you're coming in with these players. Listen, I'm not sitting here saying that Jalen Brown was the best player on the court. He just finished with the most points. At the end of the day, he still turned the ball over 18 times. He took the more more of the shots, but it, it, he, the team just couldn't score. And so, like, even when he did pass the ball, they missed. So, like, I, I don't know what – I don't know why, what we're arguing about if the team just was bad, if you would have got the same game, like where was Marcus Smart shooting? It was bad. Marcus Smart was trying to drive and get into the thing. He was missing. Like there was just Marcus a lot Smart. Of t- Marcus Smart was four of ten. Mm-hmm. He was one of six from three because he's mm-hmm. gonna take those threes. Uh, two rebounds, four assists, and a steal, and two mm-hmm. turnovers. Um, That's Brown, an average game for him. That's a typical game for him. For Brown school. had eight rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks, eight turnovers, and five personal fouls. The so turnovers near, killed him. Like yeah, the, like, well, the turnover that that's that's the thing with him. That's twelve that's, points right there. You know. Well, well, at the well, it depends on how much they made off of it. He had eight turnovers. I don't know how much they scored off of it, but I if thought they, it was twelve, I could have been wrong. No, but I mean, you look at that, and then you also look at these missed three pointers too, because you look at those, and you know how many of those you miss a three. Did the team immediately come back down and get points right back? Because I look at those; those aren't turnovers, but like those are, you yeah. know, they call them the five pointer, the six point the six swings. swings, yeah. And those those make a difference with they momentum. Do make a difference. And, and Brown 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 is not the only one terrible at it, but in this game, in this game where you need to be the guy when your teammate is hurt mm-hmm. and you couldn't do it that really that's, that's tough, though because like how do you like you, you you keep saying he's not the guy he's trying to tell you he's the guy he gets the opportunity to be the guy and he's the, not that guy pal he's not that guy he's not that guy and then all of the all of the attention turns on to him like the defenses knew tatum wasn't gonna do it's so it's this is the weirdest shit for me because it's, it, like, it's tough man because it, like i love Jalen, but like it's it's I mean, hey, look, if the Celtics here, – here's how I look at it. If the Celtics feel like they can get better with different players, I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't – You know I, what I mean? I think like, if, T- if Tatum truly wants to play with him, if Tatum truly wants to play with him, I don't think that they move him. I think like Tatum wants to play with Bradley Beal. And at the I, end of the day, can we afford that? Because I we're going to have to give up a couple of pieces to get him. Well, I, it, it depends on what the situation is with Jalen. Because I think that's really what it comes down to. Um, I think they've got to consider looking at the big situation. Another thing that I said on Twitter was I think that they move on from Malcolm Brogdon. Um, really? That's a lot of money. Well, well, that's my thinking, right? I also I think that they bought low on Brogdon. He's getting paid $22.5 million. I think he's on the books for two more seasons, I think, after this. So this upcoming season and the season after. Um I think his value is at its highest right now. You bought it low. You built him up. He's back to six man of the year. He oh, got six so man of the year. Sell high. Is that I think that you this? could sell high with that. I think but you kind of have issue, to. It, it would would my rebuttal to that with the injury hurt that a little bit because he's gonna have to have surgery it depends on when he's got the surgery but i mean i think i don't think it's gonna be too much of a problem if you do it earlier on um 
It's just where can you deal him that you could get a decent pick? Where does he make sense? I know Phoenix. Pick for him? Well, no, not necessarily. Um, I think if you get a pick, you can maybe try and flip that into a better player. But um, I don't know. I, I know that Phoenix. Phoenix is apparently interested in Brogdon as a potential replacement uh, for Chris Paul. So, I mean, do you look at that situation? Do you look packaging Brogdon and somebody else for, you know, DeAndre Ayton? I know a lot of guys have issues with his drive and stuff, but I will say that he didn't want to stay in Phoenix. So I don't know if that impacts his drive. Like, do you stop playing for a team that you don't want to play for, regardless of how much money you get paid? Because that ties into the conversation about Jalen. If Jalen doesn't sign that money, he's making clear that he doesn't want to be here. And so you have to consider a move off of him. But, you know, the Celtics got to look around the roster beyond just Jalen. You know, you got to figure out, like, you got to figure out the situation with Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Is Grant Williams going to walk? Probably. 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 Pritchard. What are you going to do with Pritchard. these guys? Exactly. The the big question marks are, of course, and probably in this order, is Jalen, Grant, and Pritchard. Those are like the top three things you have to deal with for sure. Then you have to maybe make a decision on Brockton. And you got to see what happens with Al, too, because, you know, Al signed a two-year extension. Al's um, old as He's Butch. old. So, like, do you know, like, does he want to keep playing? Does he want to, after this season, like, hey, we came this close and we fell short? Do I it's stay? Gotta, take you got to gotta get Al. All right. Here, here's, here's my frustration with coaching. Okay. So you got a Muscala on the bench. He's essentially Al Horford again. He doesn't play as great as defense, but damn it, he can stretch the floor. I just don't see why they're not shift split giving him some type of rotation mm-hmm. when he can hit a corner three something yeah. that Al couldn't figure out why because he just ran out of gas he Look, just ran out of gas when this is where you gas, Tim. That's closing it. out these series when you when you Tim, had a chance to you it killed go you seven games with Al Horford Tim you like, can't go just, seven games in your first or six or seven games you know minimum I mean? Dude yeah man gonna run out of gas the, it's the a given needed some rest to yeah. rejuvenate he is it, not the old Wolverine you saw about Rob, by the way, right? I didn't know he was sick. I didn't know he was sick either, but it makes sense. I was like, why did Rob only play like 14 minutes? And it's like, well, oh. He left the game, remember? because he's yakking, man. Bro, yakety yak, don't come back. But look, here, here's my thing. Rob, Rob is another interesting piece because, damn, like, can he stay healthy? Because if you get Rob essentially as your starter in the lineup, that's great for the young team. Mm-hmm. Right? You can feel confident in shooting. Why? You're going to get off as a rebound. Right? Mm-hmm. And so Rob is a key piece. You're going to get energy. You're going to get bounce. And more importantly, his offense is around the rim. So at least you're confident and comfortable if he picks it up, gets the rebound, and he's able to grab it with two hands, he'll probably potentially go up. And guess what he learned how to do? Something that no other Celtic can do. He can draw a foul. He can draw the whistle. That's number yeah. one. Number two, he could bat the ball back out. He can kick it, grab it, and, and get it to a wide-open guy. He has better vision. as He's probably the best big-man visionary on the team. I, he might even have better vision than Al Horford. But at the end, I of tend the, to agree with that to a certain extent. I, yeah. I, I just see it. I don't know if it's because he can see over top of the mountains or what. He just has really good vision. He knows where the ball needs to be, so he's already predetermined, I'm going to do this when I hit that ball. Be ready. Be there. And they have that cohesiveness. Him not being in the rotation all the time, though, that's an issue. And that hurts you in terms of the Al conversation, too, because he's aging. Like, regression is just expected. Um, Another time, baby. 
and that's what it is. You know, like that's going to happen regardless. Um, I don't think that the contract for Al is bad, um, especially what he gives you. It's just you need to be able to spell him. And because Rob has health concerns and stuff, it makes it really difficult to manage Al Horford's minutes. So if those are your top two options at the four and five, or at least the center position, because they both play most of their minutes there, Al will play some four if they do double big. But those are your two options at center. And both of them are going to be struggling to keep on the floor because one's aging and one's dealing with post knee surgery and seeing how he's going to be able to handle everything. So you do have some massive decisions there. I think if ultimately you have to move on or you feel like you have to, or Jalen makes it impossible for you to keep him on the roster and you have to move on from Brown, then I think you pivot to try and find an elite big man. Cause Can I think I- you need something that complements your system. And I think complements Tatum. Can I say something not of the popular demand? Okay. Why not move on from Marcus Smart? I think that is something that they have to consider as well. And I think that might tie into the conversation of, you know, it was an honor playing with some of those guys in the locker room. I want to know what Jalen's. I, I, like I want. You think. <laughs> but I, because I just, I, I think Jalen is very careful with the way he words things. I think. And the right. things that he says or doesn't say. There is meaning behind it. When they were down 3-0, the way that he handled that, you know, game three post game with the way that he just the mannerisms in the pauses in the and he did the same thing in this game seven post game. And like, look, I get it. You just went through a really heart wrenching defeat. That sucks. And you felt like you played terribly in that game. And that's all anyone's going to talk about. So like that, obviously, and it's not just a Boston thing. Everyone's talking about how Brown performed in that game. So it's not just Celtics fans piling on. It's no, he was it's everybody. And that blows on a lot of different levels. And he knows that he let people down, but just the demeanor in which he handled some of these questions and they're questions that, you know, are coming these long pregnant pauses, not really, just being outright and honest with these answers. I think that there are things going on in the background. Absolutely. You know, I think some of it is winning cures everything, right? Mm-hmm. Winning fixes a lot of these issues. And I think when they were coming back, everything was vibes. Everything was awesome. And now you have a loss where like Jalen had to step up and maybe there was pressure there. And maybe he felt like, you know, smart needed to do better or such and such or there were there's some kind of issue somewhere along the line here and i'm sure we're going to hear about it after somebody gets traded or somebody gets fired like you know monty williams hasn't taken a coaching gig yet like maybe that's something you have to look out for with joe like maybe joe moves back into his assistant role maybe joe gets canned like i won't sit here and pretend to know what's going to happen i just think that like Joe deserves a break in some of the ways because a lot of the issues that this team are having, it, it, it's not a one-year thing. The inconsistencies, you know, the the offense falling apart late. You have to start looking at the, um, what is it, the common denominators. And that means you're looking at Tatum, you're looking at Brown, you're looking at Smart. And you're certainly not going to move on from Tatum. He's the face of the franchise. He signed to a max contract. He was not the reason why they lost this series. Um He's probably been the most consistent player throughout the playoffs. He's had a couple rough games, but overall, like when he's not scoring, he's finding ways to positively impact the, game. Still impact the game. And yeah. I don't think you can say the same thing about Smart. I don't think you can say the same thing about Jalen. Um, Smart has had a couple games where he stepped up big time. Um, and there's been some games where Jalen's looked really bad and some games where Jalen stepped up. It's just you have to start looking at these guys beyond what you've gotten already. 
and what you think needs to change because eventually this is the problem. This is actually the reason why I hate that the Celtics lost, not because they're not in the finals. Obviously that blows. That's, that's a no brainer, but it's the fact that you start to have to have these kind of conversations, the tough conversations. I don't want to talk about trading Jalen Brown. I don't, I really don't. I love Jalen. I got freaking bobbleheads. I've made so many designs with Jalen Brown in them. He's one of my favorite Celtics players. And this is why I hate having to go into the offseason because there's so much uncertainty. I don't know if Jalen's happy. I don't know if he wants to be here. I don't know if he's got friction with somebody else in the locker room. If it's not Tatum that he's got friction with, okay. Who does he got friction with? Is it friction with Smart? Is it friction with Grant? And if it's and if that's the case, then like who needs to go in order to keep him happy or to keep Tatum happy? And like, does that set the team back? I just know that something needs to change because we keep seeing the same stuff happen. And that's really where it gets disheartening where it's like, I, it would be so much easier for everything to just click and mesh and for these teams to just go on and win the way that we think that they can, that we know I, that they can. I, I got, I got to factor this in though. Mm -hmm. No one's talking about it, so we'll be the first to say it. Ooh. We're, st we're still young, mm -hmm. and we're still growing. And when you look at these teams, you look at a Jimmy Butler. I mean, that guy, he, he, he's been through a few fires. He's been the one to start a couple fires, too. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. But, but, but my point yeah, is he's continue. come out refined, and he's pretty much been molded. Brown and Tatum still haven't been molded yet. They're still being molded. Like, they, like you know who Butler is. You know what Butler's going to give you night in and night out. I think with Jalen Brown, you can get some really good shooting nights. You can get a guy that's going to be attack and aggressive and, and finish like a bear. And you get a guy that's going to fumble the ball. Like, that. Like which one are you going to get? And I think because he's still being molded, um, even in year seven. Remember, he came in here butt-ass young and they were winning, like, right away. And they didn't really go through anything. It's it's almost like they were spoon-fed, and then, boom, it's it's conference finals, it's NBA finals, it's compete, it's playoff, it's playoff, it's playoff, it's playoff. Like, right away, opposed to, like, going through different levels of this NBA shit. And when you look at all the teams that find a way to, like, get over that hump, it's because they have either some of those core players there that's been through some shit or they just have a really budding superstar that can score at any given will. I'm not going to put Brown in that category and it's kind of hard to even put Tatum in that category, even though Tatum is our superstar. I just feel like when you look at a Giannis, you look at a, 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 a these other type of guys, they're just freaks of nature that that's going to force their athletic size to get what they got to get. And it doesn't take away from Giannis' skill set, but he's just big as fuck, and he could just draw fouls, and then he could just dunk on everybody. So, like, <laughs> that's what it is. And granted, if Giannis didn't get hurt, we probably would have been playing the Bucks. But at the end and that would have been tough, but it, it might have been a better matchup. It might have been a better matchup. Yeah. And, so the, and that's the issue that I have, too, man. Like, mm -hmm. I think that this matchup is tough. Miami has a mental edge. We talked about it before. Yeah, and but it starts with coaching. That's what we said. Yeah, it does. It and starts with the coaching. Yeah. And this is not a shot at Joe. But I'm just going to say we're young. And I know we've seen this story over and over again. And I know we're getting frustrated with it. We just got to, I hate to say it, but we kind of got to trust the process. It's going to happen. <laughs> and when it happens, then there's no looking back. 
So Boston's trying to build a machine, and then they're tr- but they're trying to figure out how they can do it with homegrown talent. So we, I'm, I guess I'm just a little bit more patient. We haven't won since 2005, freaking eight, man. Like I'm okay. I, I'm upset. I'm hurt. I wish we would have won this game, but God forbid we'd be playing Denver and we might not have won that. So I, I, I will, I will take this L like a G, and I'm hoping that. Whatever the Celtics choose to do, I'm just going to trust in what it is. So if it's moving on from Brown, if it's offering the max, it is what it is. The question is, what are the players going to do to figure out a way to get better? And so that that's, that's kind of what it's going to come down to. Because for me, if Jalen Brown is watching, I love you. I love your game. I love who you are as a person. But if there's one thing, and I've been saying this for three years, you have to learn how to dribble, my guy. Like, that's it. If you're gonna if you're gonna dribble, you're gonna have to learn how to dribble. And when you can't do that, teams are waiting to poke the ball out, and that's how they get easy points. And then he gets out of his game. So that's it, man. That that's that's what I have. That's that's it. You know, that's those are my words for him. He's a great kid. I feel like he he's an all NBA player. He can be great in this league. He can be great with the Boston Celtics, but he's going to have to accept the role. Yeah, and I think that's actually that's the best way you can put it is he has to accept whatever role it is. And I don't think that the Celtics are trying to box him into anything one way or another. I think it's just a matter of having set defined roles for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately, yeah, whatever the Celtics decide to do, I think the only request that I have with it is just keep Tatum in mind, keep Tatum's happiness in mind and try and go around that. And, you know, this isn't like, you know, the GM where you have to go ahead and just trade every asset to keep him happy by going out and getting the super friends together or something like that. But it is consider your roster build around him and consult him on any and all moves. If he really, really wants to stay with Joe, okay, then fill out Joe's staff with capable capable coaches maybe you look at frank vogel as an assistant if he's open to taking assistant role or maybe you look at monty williams and have monty williams be on the bench behind him you know a voice in his ear you know you don't want joe looking over his shoulder the whole season but you need to put some seasoned coaches behind him that can help him build out you know a successful rotation you know get them working on defense and doing the things that they need to do so the celtics need to just try and figure out the best way to go about building this team with Tatum's happiness and satisfaction in mind. Um, I'm sure that they they're gonna have a lot of conversations. They'll have plenty of conversations about whether or not you know he wants to play with Jalen Brown. I think that he does, but if Jalen doesn't want to be here, then Jalen doesn't want to be here. Unfortunately, um, I love Jalen as a player. I love what he does both on and off the court. Um, I think he's got a good heart, and his heart is in the right place. Um, I just want to see how they go about handling this situation because ultimately if the guy doesn't want the money, the guy doesn't want the money and you have to move on from him. Correct. And, you know, a couple of destinations I've thought up, you know, would be, you know, you look at maybe the Clippers, maybe you look at Portland, maybe you look at New York or Dallas or Houston. You know, there's plenty of spots that he could make sense that you flip him to. But ultimately, I just don't want the Celtics to take a step back here. Um, At the very bare minimum, I want them to make a lateral move um, to just change up the chemistry, not to change up the chemistry, but change up the makeup of this team. You know, I think with Tatum and Brown, 
Um, they have a lot of similar strengths. Um, I think Tatum's skill sets become more refined over the years, and he's done these little, you know, these microcosms, these little changes, right? He's just these become, little tweaks. He's just become a playmaker. That, just that's tightening the things up, right? Yeah. That, to me, that's just the difference. Like, Tatum is like, oh, you're doubling me? Okay, fine. I'll just kick it out. Jalen Brown's like, oh, you doubling me? Well, I could beat the double team. And, that, and that's, that's where it is, right? It's, it's the But Tatum it's the was the tuning. same way. And, I and think they both were. Yeah. It, and the, there it it's, is. it's the growth, right? And it's, mm -hmm. that's where it comes to buying into a role and learning how to fulfill that role. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to be doing, you know, squats and lunges in a pool with a weight 100%. vest on versus, you know, really trying to work on the handle. And this off season will tell us a lot. I think, I think the Celtics learned a lot more about themselves through those three wins than they would have if they just got swept. Good I point. think that they would have kept going with what they've got outside of Jalen Brown again, you know, asking out. I think they're going to figure out the situation with Grant, Jalen, Pritchard, figure out an owl replacement um, long-term or an heir to the throne. And if that means moving off of Rob, then you do it. But I didn't um, even talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it only because, like, it's just until we really hear some news and, you know, I I'm assuming we're going to hear from Brad within the next couple days or so to just kind of debrief this whole situation. Um you know, we're going to I think they're going to be able to have extension talks relatively soon. Um, Thank so, God, because this these finals is going to be trash. It's going to be tough. Um, I'm pulling for the Nuggets. And I honestly I've thought about this, too, before we hopped on. I don't think that there's any way that Celtics fans can look at this finals matchup and not be a little bit salty, regardless of how it turns out, right? So, like, if the Heat go on and they handle the Nuggets, you're going to be like, man, look at how easy the Heat handled the Nuggets. Like, that would have been... And we still should have beat the Heat. Like, there were games that they left on the table. Man, like, that could have been us. We could have been cakewalking to the finals. Or Denver's going to go out there and handle the Heat. And you're going to be like, man, this is the team that they lost to. This is the team that the Celtics lost to. Like, you know, all of a sudden Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin come crashing back to earth and magically turn back into pumpkins again. You know, like it, it's going to hurt either way looking at this finals. Um, I certainly think that either Jokic or Jimmy deserves a ring. Uh, both of those guys have been putting in their due, especially Jokic um, being the player that he is building up the way he has. And Jimmy, I mean, for everything he's done with Miami and reset that culture. So I it's going to be tough watching this from the sidelines, not just because of, you know, not being able to see the Celtics hoist a banner, but you now have to face these really tough conversations about the offseason. Um, like I said before, winning cures everything. And now there's no more winning to be had this year. Um, you've got to start facing these tough questions and whether or not um, these issues can be cured. So anything else you got for me today, man? Now, man. Tough loss. Why did it have to be a blowout, though? Why couldn't it just be? Yeah, I mean, you would have felt better, right, if it was closer? It's, it's weird because I say if it was closer, I wish it would have been a blowout. But <laughs> it's, it's I weird. don't know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. I think it's because... a different game if Tatum doesn't get hurt. It's a very oh, it's different totally, game. Totally, totally different game. Uh, yeah. And again, those that watch this, I wasn't blaming Tatum for getting injured. Um, but he, he was a liability on defense. He was a decoy, great decoy, and I wish we could, we, but we couldn't even hit, we couldn't hit our shots. And so, like, I don't know. I think we got to get better. If we're going to be a shooting team, then we got to get better. 
I think that I think the players said as much. I think it's defense first. I think that they said Brogdon they missed their defense. That. The fact yeah. that Brogdon's the one saying that um, speaks yeah. a lot. It <laughs> says volume. a lot. But. It speaks volumes. And that's yeah. why I don't think they move on from Brogdon. That's why I threw the curveball of possibly moving on from Smart. And then you start Brogdon. Um, I mean, you know, I'm open to whatever as long as it's something. Literally, all I care about is just keeping Tatum happy. And that's it. Because because when when stuff goes south and it's because you made you've made a big move and it made Tatum unhappy when you made the move and then it blows up in your face, then you've got a whole brand new list of problems to deal with. So um, basically just go off of whatever he wants to do to keep happy and try and find a healthy middle ground between all these players. But, you know, he's the one you have to appease the most. But, yeah, unfortunately, that's what we got for today. Um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We got to figure out what this off. We got to talk. We'll have to talk schedule. Wayne. I got no idea what we're going to do yeah. this off season. I don't want every show to be like, we got to trade player X. We got to trade right. player Z, but you know, maybe we'll do a weekly thing where we catch up on the news. Maybe we'll just play in a couple of days where we just stream and maybe we'll play some games and stuff. Just okay. do something to have fun during this off season. Cause, uh, other than that, you're just going to, you know, sit around with this bad taste in your mouth. So <laughs> it is a bad taste. Yeah. I can't wait till the season starts. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. You know, start getting the calendar going, man. Yeah. Get one of those clocks set yes. up in the back. Yes. All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap up this episode of Vitamin C's, a proud part of the CLNS Media Network. Hang in there, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, cheers. Sign up at fanduel.com slash Boston and make every moment more on America's number one sportsbook.